Good day, listeners. Jonathan Darty here with another edition of the Pure Sex Radio program. For parents today, it's difficult and even scary raising children in our hypersexualized culture. And there can be many different ways to respond to these challenges and fears. In today's episode, John Fort will introduce our 30-week curriculum for families entitled God's Design for Emotional Growth and Sexuality. John is our director of training and has developed many of our family care resources. This curriculum is designed for families with kids ages 5 to 18. If you're a parent desiring to help your child navigate a world awash in sex, this episode will help you gain clarity and confidence. To learn more about the God's Design curriculum, visit bebroken.org store. For even more parenting resources, check out links in today's show notes. And please rate and review the podcast after listening to help others find it. Pure Sex Radio is produced by Be Broken, and we exist to help men, women, and families move from sexual brokenness to wholeness in Christ and equip others to do the same. Now let's dive into today's conversation with John. Well, all right, Mr. John Fort, welcome back to the program. It's good to be here again. Yeah, you know, I was just looking through our archives, and this is your 10th time to be on the Pure Sex Radio program. So uh, you're you're quite the regular. There you go. Do I get yeah. that one jacket with 10 on it? You don't have to say I Yeah, you should get some kind of, uh, we should have some kind of award for that. Um, <laughs> the reason we love to have you back so often, John, is because you have done a, a ton of amazing work in in really building out our, our current family care ministry. And uh, which is uh, kind of interesting because um, your your real title and job at this ministry is our director of training, which is which oversees everything having to do with kind of the educational training arm of our ministry in all of our areas. Um, but you've kind of gotten pigeonholed in recent years because there's been such a demand on the family care front that you have been just madly you know, creating content and resources. And uh, we're going to talk about one of those resources in this conversation. And I think it's important to set this up by uh, reminding our listeners, reminding the parents that are listening that it's it's difficult to parent in our hyper-sexualized culture that we live in. I think we just need to state that. And because that is so difficult, it's not only difficult and challenging, it's scary. I mean, when you think about all of the things that are just bombarding our children these days, when it comes to let's create confusion around identity, let's just bombard kids with uh, pornographic messages and and images and screens and all kinds of stuff. Um, Some parents, it can just be so overwhelming that they have one of two reactions. Either they just bury their head in the sand and say, I hope it goes away, or they sort of go into let's put our kids in a cage in a bubble and you know uh, lock them down from every conceivable form of media. So let's talk about why it's important to help come alongside parents and help them to have a confident, clear grasp of God's design for sex and sexuality and how that can then be uh, uh, disseminated to the next generation. Um, why is that important, John? Why is it important that parents um, not just be in a problem-solving mode around all the various aspects of sexual brokenness, but instead have a really clear picture and understanding of, well, what is God's design in the first place? 
Well, one of the things that helped me understand um, this problem you're talking about was we did in 2018, we did about a year long survey of Christian parents to ask them, why do you not talk with your kids about sex? Um, and I'm not going to all, there was like 20 different answers, but one of the issues is it's just too much work that there were some parents who were just honest. It's like, I'm just overwhelmed. I don't know what to do with this. But there was another fear that came up fairly often was I'm afraid it will ruin my kid's innocence. Mm. And so it's like, I'm not going to talk because I'm afraid I'm going to do it wrong, you know, or, or I'm going to put some idea in there, even though the world is screaming about sexuality to our kids multiple times a day, even preschool kids, if they watch any preschool programs, inevitably there's stuff, poor, bad misinformation, um, opposite of God's design information aimed at them. And so the idea that I would just be quiet and that's going to work is kind of ridiculous. But a, a guy by the name of Dan Martin, who's worked with Pure Hope, and he's done a lot of work with kids, uh, um, the same kind of stuff. How do you talk to your kids about sex? He pointed out to me that in the Old Testament, in the Mosaic Law, there is a lot of laws about sexuality. There's, there's guidelines around who we can be naked in front of and who we can't. There's guidelines around menstruation. There's guidelines around wet, wet dreams. There's guidelines around you know, all kinds of things, the bad things too, you know, homosexuality and incest and bestiality. I mean, it, it is, it doesn't leave anything out, right? Right. Well, he pointed out to me what a lot of us miss is at the end of all of that, God commands Moses to get everybody together and read everything to them all. And it points out twice, including the little ones, not, mm. not children, little ones. Then when Moses dies and Joshua takes over, again, it repeats that same thing. Get everybody together, including the women and men and little ones, and don't leave out anything that Moses wrote. So what that tells us is, in Old Testament times, kids knew about God's design for sex. Mm. They did not ever think that knowing how sex works and knowing what the guidelines are around that would ruin anyone's innocence. And Jim Burns, who is one of the authors that we recommend highly for young, young kids, says, why does knowing how sex works, why is how knowing how sex works not innocence? Mm. Knowing God's design for sex does not ruin innocence. Hardcore pornography ruins innocence. And so the first thing I think that can help be helpful to parents is, is you are not going to ruin your kid's innocence knowing what God created. Right. Not gonna that's not going to happen. Since it, it is a new idea that that's something to worry about, not an Old Testament or even New Testament idea. Yeah. So I, that's one thing, first of all, to realize. Um, yeah. The, go ahead. Well, so so um, I want us to we've got a lot to unpack with this resource that you've created. There's uh, you've created this 30 week curriculum is initially designed and it really is designed for homeschooling families, but I think it's going to have benefit to any family. And it's called God's Design for Emotional Growth and Sexuality. And so, first of all, before we get into everything that's included in that whole sort of curriculum package, and, and how, you know, a family can use it and all that kind of stuff. Can you tell us sort of how and when this whole project got started? Yeah. So a few years ago, um, I wrote Honest Talk, 
a new perspective on talking with your kids about sex. And that became kind of the parent handbook. Um, it starts at age five and goes through 18. So all the way across, what do you need to be talking to your kid about um, with, when it comes to emotions and sexuality? Be broken. Our kind of distinctive is, this is true in men and women too, is that we focus heavily on emotional development and emotion because the biggest way sexuality goes wrong in all for any of us is when we don't know what to do with our feelings. And some form of sexual stimulation becomes a coping mechanism for unpleasant feelings. So if you want to prevent that, like in our gateway to freedom for men, the vast majority of the men, are that's their problem, is that they're using something, some sexual thing to deal with feelings they don't know what to do with. Well, you can prevent that by going to a little tiny kid and teaching them how to deal with their feelings in the first place. And so we just chose not to separate those at all. Well, that's been great. But an honest talk does have at the end of every chapter, a couple little activities you can do with your kids, but parents need more. So in other words, now they've gotten past, okay, I know I need to talk to my kid. Um, you've told me what kind of things I need to say, but like we did some more focus groups a couple of years later and the, or just a couple of years ago. And the parents said, I, I don't want any more like how to talk about, I, just tell me, say this, do this. <laughs> In other words, I don't have time. You know, honest talk is the great background, but I need, how, how do I do that? So that's where this came out of you know, honest talk. Um, the, the, we have a monthly talk uh, um, called critical conversations that I do a free webinar um, and when I travel to homeschool conventions and churches, that's, that's what I talk about. Six conversations. This comes out of the book, Honest Talk. Feelings and emotions. God's design for sex. Preparation for exposure. How do you prepare your kids for what they're going to be exposed to, to know what to do? Sexual temptation. What is that? How, how do you help kids be prepared for it? Processing exposure. So when exposure happens, which it will happen, what do you do? And then how and when to leverage your own story as a parent. So those are the six conversations that are in Honest Talk. Now, this curriculum took those six conversations and spread them out over 30 weeks, one a week. And you start with the easy ones. So you start with feelings and emotions for a while. And then you slowly build into that. Now, it starts at age five. So take the topic of temptation. A five-year-old can't understand temptation. It's too abstract. So with five-year-olds, we, we just talk about, but I want it. You know what I'm saying? And so right. we're, we're, what we're doing is we're taking all six of those topics and slowly building from five years old all the way up to 18 years old. And it's one lesson a week. And everybody in the family, no matter how old they are, is divided by ages, is doing the same topic. Now, 30 weeks and a lesson's like 15 minutes. There's some, when they get older, maybe as long as 30 minutes. A family who is doing public or Christian school might say, I don't have time to do that. You're out of your mind to think that I could do. Well, but think about this. Here are the age group split ups. It's five to seven is one age track, eight to 10, 11 to 12, and 13 to 18. Well, five to seven, that's three years. So you could take those 30 weeks and break it up into three years and you'd and eight to 10 is the same thing. In other words, if you're a homeschool family, it becomes your emotional growth and sex ed development, you know, you know, content. If you're not, you still can do that, but maybe you do one a month or one every three weeks or something like that. And the nice thing what this does is it, it helps you know exactly what to do. And it refers to all the books that we talk about. It refers to our online courses. So the idea is it takes all of the guesswork out completely, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, and there obviously there's a ton here to unpack, and I can uh, one of the things that I can even maybe imagine some parents that are listening, even responding to, is how you you just so nonchalantly said, "Let's start with something easy, like feelings and emotions," and and previously you just said that you know every single guy that comes to our Gateway to Freedom workshop, it's like that's his core issue. Yeah. So I, I can imagine a lot of dads out there that are already hyperventilating and going, "No, wait a second, you said the easy part is starting with feelings and emotions." Yeah. Um, so for any of our parents that are out there that are breathing into a paper sack, can you give them a little bit of like comfort in that because of the way you've constructed this curriculum, it really is turnkey. It's not them needing to go through a whole like, you know, doctoral program on counseling to be able to know how to talk to their kids about this. So when I'm talking to parents about feelings and emotions, I will always say, now, how many of you growing up did your parents teach you about emotions? And like almost nobody raises their hand because like, none of us taught either. I said, so I'm asking you to teach something to your kids that you don't understand yourself. And that's okay. I mean, you know, that's the same thing if you're teaching algebra or something maybe. But I don't expect the parents to do it, but the activities are simple enough that you and your kid are learning it together. Mm. In other words, the feel, all of this, even God's design for sex. How many of us had parents explain God's design for? How many adults today could actually verbalize and articulate what God's design for sex is? Not many. I mean, I myself had to study up on that a lot to even come up with this stuff, right? So, I don't expect any parent to know any of this. That's the whole point. The point is that this is created to where you literally pick up today's lesson and it tells you what to do. And it doesn't expect you as a parent know anything. Um, yeah. And what I think is great, too, about how you've done this is there are so many things that are referenced in here. So for the parent that is wanting to maybe say, hey, I want to dive a little deeper. I want to maybe get a little bit more you know, personal education on that. That's available but that's not required, right? I mean, the way you just outlined it, it's like, hey, here, we're going to, you've done the heavy lifting on being able to give the parents what they need to, to work through. Yeah. I wanted to mention one thing. Um, so let's say your child is in either a Christian school or a public school, and they need to know how sex works. The, um, that typically is around 11 years old. They do that some, somewhere in that vicinity. However, kids need to know that way before 11. In the Old Testament, they knew it, and they're going to hear about it everywhere. If you wait until they're 11, they're going to have so many messed up ideas about sexuality. Don't forget, even if your child has no access to pornography, they still have access to other kids, and kids tell each other sexual jokes that teach all kinds of inaccurate information about sex. Um, we recommend you start teaching your kids how sex works at eight years old, and we recommend you use Jim Burns' um, How God Makes Babies book and then later on, follow it up with with uh, something more later. So in other words, even if your kid is in public or private school, they're missing this content. That makes sense. So, so yeah, there there's great. There's a lot of phenomenal stuff for young kids um, that that Christian authors have come up with that we say, go get this book and here's how to use it. Uh, mm -hmm. Most of the be broken content. Well, all the all the content about feelings and, and stuff is from us. Um, the older kids get little by little, we take over because most of this content is written for about 10 years old and younger. 
um, it, by other authors. Be Broken kind of, we filled in the gaps for 11 and older. Um, so for example, when it comes to sexuality, once, you know, teenagers, you don't need to be going over how sex works. However, um, how about brain development and sexuality? How about hormones and willpower? And, and things, there's some things in there that beyond what other people are teaching, uh, the purpose of adolescence, what's mm -hmm. God, I promise you, they're not getting that content anywhere. Um, right. The, 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 in other words, why did God make us sexually mature years before we're ready to get married? What, what on earth did he do that for? Well, we have some answers for that that I guarantee you are not in any other content. And so you don't need to teach your teenagers about the birds and the bees, but there's a, a lot of questions they need to be answered. And so we're helping you with that content. They will not get that in school, no matter where they're going to school. Yeah. Well, let's talk for a second about just everything that is actually included in it. And for our, our uh, viewers, I want to show you, this is actually, the, it's a physical, tangible curriculum. This is the spiral bound curriculum that is sort of the, the, that's it's, it's the place where you're going to get all of kind of the layout of what does all this look like, all of the lessons. Um, and so the main thing is this workbook. But then there's also, it includes the Honest Talk book. Um, and it includes a parent-child journal. I don't have a copy of that right with me right now. And then it also includes this Honest Talk, the game. So, uh, and then there's other, there's also three online courses that are included, the family integrity, emotional resilience, family integrity, the need for freedom, and a family game plan for discussing porn. So John, real briefly, would you just kind of maybe outline, you've already talked a little bit about honest talk, mm -hmm. but um, I'd love for you to talk about the journal, the, the actual curriculum workbook, and, and especially this game. I think this is a, a unique resource that... Um, doesn't really exist in this form anywhere else that I've ever seen. Right. So the journal, just quickly, we were asked by parents to create a journal because some kids just, they're too shy to talk about the questions that they have about sexuality. I heard this word, what does it mean? Um, and so people can just get the journal, but we weaved it into the curriculum. So certain weeks we have, we assigned them to go write about something, pick up a part of the journal and write about um, to draw out questions they have, to have them talk about feelings and things like that. The game, we were asked to create conversation cards about all the topics that we talk about. Um, but I'm an overachiever, so I made a game instead of conversation cards. So they are conversation cards made into a game. Each player gets four cards, and you play one each turn and draw another one. And they can choose, they have to answer the question that's on the card. The more awkward the question is, the more points it is. So if they want to win, they have to play the awkward ones. Um, basic beginner play is only about feelings and just getting to know each other better. And then because there's like there's like four categories, right? Isn't right, there? It, it, there, there? There is feelings. There is get to know me, and that's just kind of personal stuff, not not like awkward personal stuff. Um, then there's family brainstorm, which are things like what might be some good rules around screen time in the family or, or times a day we don't go on screen. So it's like trying to get the family to discuss things. And then questions about sex. Now, those are not learning. They're review from what they should know if they did Jim Burns's book or have had some basic sex education, whether it was Luke Gilkerson's the talk series or just whatever they learned in school. And those are mainly just to help the family loosen up and say some words that maybe feel awkward to say. Um, and, and what we, we did, we tested it a year ago and what the families that tested it said, their kids actually asked to play it again. 
I guarantee you, if you just have conversation cards, your children will not say, hey, mom, remember those really awkward questions? Can we answer some more today? But they will ask yeah. the game. One of my favorite stories that came out of that was I, uh, I, somebody was saying that their kid was saying it's their favorite game and they were telling their friends down the street <laughs> about it. I'm thinking, well, that's an interesting way to meet your neighbors, right? Is to have this honest yeah, talk it, game. It may not uh, one be one that you let your kids play with the neighbors unless you talk with the neighbor's parents first. Right, right. But it's good that it's, but it's good that it's that embraced by kids. It's not something that's super awkward that's saying, oh my goodness, are we going to have this weird time with our parents? And yeah, it's, it's yeah, really yeah. been well received. We throw some funny things in there on purpose. Um, yeah. So so that, that spiral that you held up, those are the lesson plans. In addition to that, there are assignment sheets that you print out that you get those. They're not. And so, um, and the older the kid gets, the more assignment sheets. So some of them, there are lessons. So for example, one of the books that we have over the last year, it's new, it's called Identity. Identity doesn't come with it, but we pulled lessons out of identity and recreated them to go in the curriculum. Yeah. So let's talk for a minute about how, um, maybe talk to a homeschooling family about, okay, how, what are the different ways that this can be best utilized? But then let's also talk to parents that listen, like you said, they've got them either in public or private school, or they're just in a different kind of school setting. They're not homeschooled. Um, how can this, what are some best uses for, for this material? So for homeschool families, the nice thing is this, this just becomes part of your weekly curriculum. And no matter if you have eight kids of different ages, they're all going to be talking about the same kind of topic each week. And in some weeks, certain ages do the lessons together, depending on the appropriateness of it. Um, and so most homeschools, there are a few, one or two, like, video series for sex ed written kind of for the Christian community, but they're not laid out like do this this week, do this this week, and that kind of stuff. This is laid out for the whole thing. Also, every state has different requirements for uh, um, for health, and this should um, um, count towards the hours of health education um, for your kids. And again, it goes all the way down to age five, so it's, it's covering the whole, the whole gamut there. Um, and the nice thing about homeschool is if you buy this, you have it and your kid is young, it's, you have it, it's not just one year, it's multiple years. There's four tracks, so there's four years worth of content in here. For the non-homeschool family, again, I still think it's really useful because it gives you the order. You Maybe you don't do one every week, but you decide where how often you're going to do these in the family, maybe once a month, and you have the roadmap for you for, you know, multiple years. And you And so it, it it, it saves, solves all that problem of what should I do next. It's not just using be broken resources. It refers to a whole bunch of stuff you're getting. Um, that way you're not just hearing one author's way of looking at it. Um, uh, very holistic. I mean, this, this is a um, be really, really excellent resource for, for um, a, a Christian school or public school parent. Yeah, and I would say this too. If you if you are if you do have your kids in a uh, private Christian school, I think it's important to note too that Be Broken is an ACSI approved content creator and content provider. What that means is that um, our courses, like all of our online courses, those are ACSI approved. And so um, you might even want to talk to your school, talk to your private school, because ACSI is one of the largest accreditation 
bodies for private schools in the United States. Well, well it is the, the, the um, American Christian Schools International. So it's the Christians. It is the largest Christian school um, body, uh, governing body. Yeah. So you might even want to have a talk with your administrators at your Christian school and say, hey, you know, if you want to get serious about training up these kids in understanding God's design in a hypersexualized culture, um, we'd love to be able to have a conversation with them about what it would look like. Uh, we are working with um, a school on this very type of thing, of bringing this kind of curriculum. So, John, uh, another question I want you to answer is, let's just sort of circle back around. Uh, because, again, we've covered a ton of content. Uh, there's so much material here. Um, why is it so vital that parents uh, take this extremely seriously and are, are willing to actually embrace the amount of effort and content and time and energy and all of that that's required in order to do this well with their children? We have to remember that the world, everything around our kids is, is, seems to be bent on promoting an agenda of sexuality that is very contrary to God's design and is, quite frankly, very harmful to children. Even in the secular world, there is huge concern about what pornography is teaching kids today and what all the, all the social media and all that kind of stuff. And even if your kid is, you're doing everything you can to prevent your kid from accessing that, they're still exposed to it all around all the time because all their friends are exposed to it. So we, you, we just simply cannot ignore this. It's too dangerous. That's why God told Christians in the Old Testament, you have to talk to your kids about this stuff. Um, but instead of parents feeling overwhelmed, I want you to realize I'm not asking parents to do more. I'm asking you something different. Parents today, there's all kinds of studies, spend far more time with their kids than a generation ago. And you know what's interesting? Dads, moms are definitely spending more time than they used to with kids, but dads spend four times as many hours with their kids than the generation before. It's dads. That, that's interesting. So here's the thing is, you're already spending time with your kids. Just change the subject every once in a while. Mm. Does that yeah. make sense? I'm not asking you to spend more time with your kids. I'm just saying once a week or once a month, change the subject of what you're doing. Talking yeah, about that's it. good. Now, um, what about the parent out there that is saying, uh-oh, my kids are either mid to late teens or beyond. It's it's hopeless. I haven't done any of I haven't done any of these things. Can you speak to the parents that actually have older kids, um, not necessarily around this curriculum or anything, but just feeling like they've lost their opportunity, they've missed their chance to be able to teach these things to their children. The biggest challenge to overcome is is when we have a parent who hasn't been talking about anything very personal with their kid. Um, that's the biggest challenge. But even in that case, the curriculum starts off by talking about feelings. Talking about feelings is the training ground for later talking about sex because feelings are personal, 
but they're not so personal their kids won't talk about it. The truth is teenagers want to talk about their feelings when they know it's safe. And this mm. curriculum teaches parents how to do that in a way that invites teenagers in. And teenagers do really want to talk about their feelings. And they actually do want to talk about sex. And they would prefer talking about it with their parents once their parents prove that they're safe and that they're not going to be judgmental, And if, if that makes sense. Um, and that this curriculum is designed entirely around that idea. So the I, if you have that fear, you just start where your kid is at, on, on lesson one for that age group. And this will walk you through um, getting slowly into having conversations about deeper things. And I want to say something even to our listeners that are grandparents. Um, hey, you know, if you feel like you missed the boat with your kids and you've got grandkids, this is an opportunity for, you know, multiple generations in your family for you to introduce these things. Introduce this to your children so they can they can uh, go through this with your grandchildren. You can all do these things together. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think as long as there's breath in our bodies, I don't think we've missed the opportunity to take that next step of, of in enhancing our relationships and, and teaching God's, God's good design. I want to tell um, a story real quick, John. Yeah, go ahead. I was um, at a, a, a homeschool convention in California not long ago and doing one of these talks about this. And I didn't, there's a pretty large crowd in there. I didn't recognize there was an 18 year old boy in there by himself. And he came up to the booth afterwards and he wanted to get not the whole curriculum, but one of these topics. And this is what he said. He goes, I've always wanted to talk to my dad about this stuff, but I never did. Is it too late for me to ask my dad if he'll talk to me about this stuff? Now, that's crazy. Think about that. 18 years old, he's going to college next year, and he wants to know if it's too late for him and his dad to start talking. And so it's like, you know, th this is, we, we sometimes think our kids are nervous for sure, but they actually do want to talk about this. Yeah. And that's even what was borne out in some of the research that we did in 2018, right? It was just overwhelmingly the kids' response was they they actually wanted to talk to their parents, but some of the barriers were they felt like they'd get in trouble or, you know. Um, they, they want their parents to have an open conversation and just talk instead of uh, judging lecture them or, or lecture. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. It, yeah. Well, John, where can, uh, where can folks go to find this curriculum and, and get it for themselves? Um, there is the, the, I would recommend going to Pure Life Academy um, and on the home page, I'll put a link there for the curriculum to, to learn about that. Um, and then you can maybe put a link in the, the, the bottom of the podcast. Um, that's where we have a page that explains and shows everything that's in the curriculum and you can buy it um, on bebroken.org in the, in the bookstore. Yeah, and we'll be sure to put the, those links in the show notes uh, to make it available for everybody. Um, John, thanks for the work you've done on this. And uh, as always, thanks for being on the program to share it. You're welcome. Good to be here. Yeah. Well, listeners, um, our, our whole job is helping you take your next best step on your journey. So please reach out to us. We want to help you parents as you're trying to navigate whatever season your kids are in right now. We want to help you take that next best step so you can just uh, enhance the dialogue that you have, um, enhance your own understanding of how to be able to train these things to your kid and give you tools that will help you to do that in a simple, clear way. 
And so we look forward to hearing from you. And we, of course, look forward to seeing back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. Take care. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.